Adventures with Me Damsels, and this is a very short episode, I mean very short, and that is simply to let you know what's going on. First of all, I know that it's been like two months since I've had an episode, and I'm sorry about that. I have things planned out, but right now I don't live in my own space. I'm currently sleeping on my mom's couch. It doesn't really give me a lot of room for talking and writing and you know, communicating about books when you live in a chaotic household. And I had to move because the place where I was living and had just moved into was sold within a weekish time and I had to go. So I'm sorry about that. I didn't forget, but I have a few books that I want to recommend. I would definitely recommend Olivia Day's Mayday. It's great. It's about a librarian that is confident in herself, but she has a few foibles and she has to work out some things as well as her love interest Wes and they're from a kind of small town it's just a really great non-angsty love story and it kind of gives a little bit of growth between the characters I would also recommend Defying Convention by Cecil Wilde or Cecil Wilde it's a very good story about two people coming together at a convention for the first time after talking online for a very long time, finding their own love story, but also how things unfold is very, very, very good. I like the fact that Danny and AJ are not necessarily traditional characters in a romance. Danny is a trans man and AJ is non-binary and I'm bringing that up because I want to see more of those stories. I actually found it in a collection, I can't remember the collection offhand, but I couldn't afford the collection, so I was buying things as I could, you know, go through them and the ones that really interested me. And I really think that this is one everyone should read. It's so well done. And it combines geekery and love and conversations and what's really necessarily dating in the modern age. In that same vein, I would definitely recommend Briarly by Astor Glenn Gray. It's a story about a preacher and a dragon. It's basically an upending of Beauty and the Beast and it talks about how love can be more than romance and how sometimes you have to work through your own issues and you have to grow and it's not just a beast that's growing. The preacher also does as well and so there's this really nice combination of representation because the preacher took a lot of coming out and the beast, the dragon, kind of has to find his own way. And the reason I bring it up is it's actually set in World War II, London, you know, UK, Britain, that area. Um, I think it's probably worth reading just for that because you don't read a lot of historical romances with that as much. Usually there are regents and regency, and there is some regency in this, but um, it, you usually don't get that kind of information on hand and you miss out on some things. So I definitely think that it's worth it, absolutely. I know a lot of people are reading it right now. I would totally have you guys do that in a heartbeat because it just blew me the hell away. It's kind of hard to do that. Actually, both these stories did and neither one of them feature really female leads, but I think that it definitely offered up some knowledge and in Briarly, there's also the serpents have their own storyline. They're not there just to serve. You know, they, they actually do have their own plot points and their own things and what they're doing and that definitely helps. And then there's Cat Simon's Once Upon a Tiger, 
which is about tiger shifters in the U.S., mostly, you know, along the Shenandoah and the Appalachian area up and down the coast. I think this one's set in Pennsylvania and the Catskills. I would definitely recommend it. There are some things that are kind of frustrating about some of the setup, but it's the first in a series. It's not necessarily Shelley Lawrenson or, you know, Patricia Briggs style. It's definitely got its own voice. It's really short. I think it's like under a hundred pages. It's been a couple months since I read it, but I definitely would recommend that one. It's got traditional male, female, but the lead, the woman, is very strong in body, mind, and decisions. And I think that's a nice kickoff. Okay, and finally, I'm going to recommend Jennifer Estep's Kill the Queen. If you've read her books with Jen, it's got some of that idea, the strong building, the complex world. I said it reminded me a lot of Anne Bishop's uh, Jules World, and it's very much in the similar vein of how things are communicated, but the world's vastly different. It's kind of like Spartan, I think is what she was calling it, like a gladiator type. I was really into how the women were complex characters. They weren't just villains and they weren't just heroes. There was a lot of gray area in there. And for a fantasy series, that's definitely what I want. It's got ideas of magic and, you know, again, the high, the fantasy ideas, but I definitely recommend it. It's got some amazing scenes in it. I read it in like two days. Seriously. Like, I just devoured the book. It's my kind of book. That's what I'm looking for. Again, if you like her Jen series, you're going to like this series. It's not a romance, which is why I'm not reviewing it, but it's definitely got some romance elements in it. There's some deeper nuance in there. And there, I will say there is some death in there and there is some gore and there is some not so happy writing like again Ann Bishop style so if you've read her you know there's no rape I will say that there is no rape in there so difference there alone but I'm definitely going to give you the heads up to just kind of mentally be prepared for some things that are going to make you scream especially one character's particular death okay so we have accomplished what I've been reading for a little while now I'm going to go back to the contest that's been running for two months. So, the only one that entered was Kelly Reynolds of Boobies and Newbies. And she obviously gets a book because Tempest is fucking amazing. Like, I cannot understand why, like, there's people in this world that haven't read it. So, I'm going to send her her copy and there's still some available so if you are interested please just email damselspodcast at gmail.com also lucy eden an author when all this was going on about the rwa she actually said she would send three so that leaves four empty copies guys it's free you don't have to buy it you give me the information i'm gonna send it to you i promise you i will not remember like i work retail right now so I will not remember. Which brings me to another point. I work retail, so sometimes my hours are off right now and I'm gonna have a lot more time, but I won't have a lot more space to record. However, if you follow Twitter, if you follow this Twitter account, which is again, Damsel's Podcast, 
you will find a lot more communication. You'll see me recommend, talk about it, because right now, hashtag Rom BK Love is going on, and that's this great way of learning new authors, new stories, finding ones that really fit into what people are saying. It's going on, oh my God, I love this hashtag. It comes out twice a year, and it's so freaking important in finding things that I would not have found otherwise, because I have a pretty diverse Twitter list for this account. Please do not get that mistaken. But what I mean is, is I can't read things all the time and my people can't read things all the time. So I, I love it. I think it's great. I participate occasionally. Again, I'm at Damsel's Podcast and then the hashtag is RomBKLove. And Courtney Milan started Romance Sparks Joy, which is a hashtag and a website at romancesparkshoy.com that talks about the books that were in RWA and the books that may have been missed because not a, I think there was like three women of color, maybe four, and even less black women that were in RWA, Rita's finalist. So give that a look. Guys, before you buy any book, I would check and see if the authors have been behaving badly because there's been a few romance authors, even established ones, veterans, that have been showing their asses. I would definitely check Twitter for those. I don't have a specific hashtag, but if you follow like Courtney Milan, Tessa Dare, they definitely talk about it. Shiloh Walker is amazing at that. You will definitely learn a lot there. It's not just book stuffers that are ruining our community. It's not calling out our community as especially as white readers and authors and it's our responsibility and I think it's really important that we do that so I can't remember them offhand because I've been following this for two months but I would definitely advise you to follow along catch up see what's going on all right okay so this is the end of this little episode I will be back as soon as I can Follow me on Twitter for the most info because honestly, I never remember Facebook exists for the most part unless I'm at the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Cult and a few other groups like Talia Hibbert's. I would also recommend following it. No, that's pretty much the only place to follow me if you really want a lot. I'm not gonna ask for reviews, especially this episode because honestly, it's just an informative episode. But I will put the recommendations of the stories that I talked about. I'll put all that information in the notes so you guys can find them and buy them. I don't have a top podcast at the moment just because of the way this episode is set up, but I will have one coming back. I actually have a lot that I want to talk about and a lot of promos I'm going to put in there. I am going to add two promos at the end of this episode, so don't click listening because after I sign off, I'm going to put two of those so people do not forget. And I want to thank you guys for hanging in because it's been a long time and a long ride. So I just wanted to let you guys know I'm not dead. It's not dead. Yay. Yay. See, you jump around a little bit. That there are books that you should be reading and stories you should be reading and the winner for the contest, but you guys can still submit them anyway. I'm okay with that. Trust me. I hope you have a good summer because I don't know when I'm going to be back. But I also hope you guys enjoy life. It's kind of an important thing, right? Life can suck, but it can be amazing. And don't forget the amazing part. 
Okay, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. I'm Rachel. We're sisters. And we like to talk about books. But not the kind you talk about in English class. Sci-fi, fantasy, YA. All the good stuff. You like Harry Potter? We've got you covered. Just don't tell the Ministry of Magic. We might be breaking the Statue of Secrecy. How about Frank Herbert or John Scalzi? Don't forget Octavia Butler, Lainey Taylor, Rainbow Rowell, Marie Lou. Hey! Don't give all our episode ideas away. Alright, I guess you'll just have to listen to our show to find out more. Unassigned reading. We discuss the books you are never going to talk about in English class. Are you looking for a podcast that explores art house cinema and hidden gems? I'm Caitlin, and I host Her Head in Films, a podcast that makes movies personal. I talk about my deep love for cinema and why it's so life-saving for me. My head isn't in the clouds, my head is in films, so come and join me. Check out my website at herheadinfilms.com. Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Sean. And we are Movie Movie Geek Geek and and Proud. Proud. A movie podcast where two gay movie geeks review current and older movies of all genres, good and bad. We also pick titles and share our opinions on films that are either not well-known or guilty pleasures. But we are proud of our taste and encourage all other movie geeks to do the same. And it's not just movie reviews on our show. We play games, trivia, movie drafts. We have guests come on and even the occasional skit. (laughs) You can listen to our show on your favorite podcast apps, including SoundCloud, Podbean, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at MGNP Podcast. And remember, every movie has at least one fan. You're so cheesy. What? How's that cheesy? And every movie does not have at least one fan. Uh, I say it does, and you can't prove it doesn't. You can't prove it does. Yes, I can. That's why we're doing this show. It's like every time you want to start with me, I don't understand. No, you yes, can't. You so can. Saying, I'm no, telling you, they ridiculous. always have to do You always do this. Movie Geek and Proud, a new episode every Wednesday. <laughs>